Welcome back to episode 13 of the Bench Press Podcast. Boy, do we have a special one today. As always, we got the founding fathers in the studio. We have myself, Bennett Snyder. We've got Wesley, Statman, Minky, to my right. Come on. We got Cameron, Roberts, and Crop across from me. How we doing? And we've got producer Timmy to my left. What up, boys? As always, the Bench Press Podcast is presented by Max's Meals. Crop, what are they doing if they haven't checked that out yet? Some would say they have no idea what they're doing. Absolutely no idea. And by some, I mean all. Exactly. Great charity, great cause, great people, and they're just helping the world out. One step at a time, baby. Let's clap it up for Max's Meals. We, haven't, we don't do that enough. Let's clap it up for Max's Meals. So, to our listeners, we promised you guys an ambitious one today. To be completely honest, I have no idea how it's going to go. But I can't promise you this. We're going to give it our best effort. Safe to say it's ambitious. It's ambitious of the Bench Press Pod. Biggest episode we've ever done. we got four interviews today. We're going to start off with Anderson football head coach Evan Dreyer. Let's clap it up for Evan Dreyer. <laughs> We're going to move to the hero of the 2019 Anderson versus Turpin game. Former tight end, former Turpin Spartan, Josh Bell. Next, we're going to move on to current Anderson Raptor, wide receiver running back. Great kid, great friend of mine, Evan Upchurch. So let's clap it up for him. And we're going to finish off. Who are we finishing off with, Tim? Former Turpin linebacker and current linebackers coach, Hunter Pendleton, Pemby. Pemby. Let's clap it up for Pemby. Yeah, so real quick, I just want to give a shout-out to my fellow colleagues. Wes Minky, Cameron Robertson. They're obviously not going to have as much to say for this episode, but that doesn't mean we don't still appreciate them. We're going to sneak in our college football and NFL picks towards the end of the episode. But for the most part, we promised a special episode to you all today, and we're going to deliver. We're going to deliver, and it's going to be based around the Anderson Raptor versus Turpin Spartan football game this Friday. I'm fired up for it. I am too. We're all fired up. Absolutely fired up for it. I'm going to be there. I'm fired up in silence. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Oh, speaking of that. I'm not fired up in silence. I'm speaking of that, words. this is a family-friendly episode today. It oh, is yeah, a family-friendly episode. Family-friendly episode Hence today. Hence the silence from my microphone. That's going to be huge for us. Tim, Big Turpin time. alumni, myself, Anderson alumni, both on staff there, both very close to the programs. Tim, how do you think this one's going to go for the old Spartans? I think it's going to be a close game. Turpin has a great run game, great offensive line spearheaded by running back Keenan Alcalde and left tackle Derek Lind. Just two animals out there, definitely all-conference caliber type of guys. When you see Keenan Alcalde running at you, you want to get out of the way. He is, he's, got, he's got a chance to break a lot of records this year, a lot of Turpin records, conference records. He's been great all year long. You get 10 games, and you just go out there and you run. And he's done just that. I think this is going to be the real thing is, is how will the Turpin defense play? Anderson has a historically great offense since Coach Dreyer got there. Every year they're putting up 30-plus points a game. Numbies. Numby numbies. Every year you, when it says leader in receiving yards and leader in passing yards, it's an Anderson Raptor. So you've got to find a way. there, Anderson Raptor. Exactly, yeah. And the real question is I think everyone's thinking is can you stop Joey Faulkner? And Joey Faulkner is probably the best receiver the ECC has ever seen. He's going to break every record, touchdowns, receptions, yards, the whole shebang. He's great. Now, if you can slow him down, it's going to open up the field for a lot of other guys. So if you're Turpin, you just got to find a way to stop Faulkner and try and see, can you make the Anderson offense run through someone else? 
See, and I've I've been around the team all year. There have been some teams who have tried to double team Joey, and let me tell you, it doesn't work out for him because then guys like Santos Alvarez, Evan Upchurch, who's going to be on the show later, they step up. And Griffin Scaff is a great quarterback. And Griff's a guy, to be completely honest, Griff, don't take this personally if you're listening. I was around Griff ever since he got to Anderson. I didn't know if he was going to be able to be this type of guy when he got to varsity. And he has surpassed all of my expectations. He's developed very, very well. And I'm really happy for the kid. He's a great kid. But like you said, Joey Faulkner, just historic season. Going to be first team all state if he's not, it's a crime. Like you said, going to break every single conference record. But I think the real indicator of how this game's going to go is going to come down to this Anderson defense showed out against Winton Woods, really slowed him down. That's the reason Anderson was able to win that game. Then we come out against Loveland, and we were a bit slow. Loveland put up some numbers against us, and that was really not expected. Obviously, our offense put up 72 points, so it really didn't matter because no one's going to beat us when we put up 72 points. But, you know, it's going to be interesting, and let's just get right into it right now. Coach Evan Dreyer on the line. Let's clap it up. He's calling me, actually. First ever calling. Coach Dreyer, how we doing? Good. Are we ready to rock? I'm ready to rock and roll. You ready to rock and roll? I'm yes. ready for this interview. Hey, listen, we're not keeping you from uh, your daughter Carmen's uh, volleyball game, are we? No, she lost in a tough matchup. No, no, Carmen. Tough to hear it. Carmen. Three sets. Struggleville. Nailbiter. Hey, Dreyer, we were actually just previewing some of our team from this year. We were talking about Griffin Scaff, and we were talking about Joey Faulkner. Obviously, the eye is going to go to them. They're leading the conference in passing and receiving yards. Was that something you expected coming in the year? Because I talked about being around Griff. I really didn't know if he had this in him, and I said it. I, I didn't want him to take that personally, but he surpassed all of my expectations. Were you expecting this from them? I think Griffin always had the arm. I think it, it had to do with his like football IQ and uh, how the receivers going to play. Um, because the receiver core is really, really inexperienced other than Upchurch and Faulkner, to be honest. And I think Griffin always physically had the ability. You didn't know how it was going to match up with from JV to varsity. Then he showed a little bit of glimpse, B, if you remember, versus Withrow last year in Taze Valley, and had like two little glimpses of varsity football. Um, so um, I think it was um, one of those things where perfect time, Good receiver core, helping him out, but his, his ability to get rid of the ball is really, really good. The kid can run a little bit, too. <laughs> uh, vastly improved from the beginning to end. You know, I look back at all the playoff runs we had. Our quarterbacks got better throughout the season to, to be able to run the ball uh, in November. So, I think that really, really has helped our offense um, get first downs here the last four weeks. And all the people around you know, you don't love anything more than when Griff Scaff gets loose. When Griff gets loose, the sideline goes nuts. It's something different. <laughs> hey, so let's talk about the season a little bit. Obviously, start off to a 2-2 two and two start, not what you wanted. But then we go on a heater a little bit. We're hot. The win against Wynton Woods is the one I look at, whereas, okay, you guys have a chance to go do this thing. We're a lock for the playoffs now. How far do you think this team can go moving forward? Um, B, I, I think start off 2-2 two and two was a little bit different than years past because – in years past, we always had that second or third game where it was almost a predictable win. And mm-hmm. this year, the two non-conference foes, Princeton's lost one game, Nasty lost to us, and has been unbeaten since. So I think we played really two good teams off the bat. Then mentally, we played Little Miami and had to fight one out with a couple of players out yep. and to get a W, uh, which showed me 
some more grit of how we had to get fight through that game. And then I think mentally and physically, B, we were kind of down for week four. We jumped out to hot start versus Kings, and uh, we fell apart with turnovers. And that has shown, shown so much growth by our senior class. You know, senior year in football, uh, when a kid really wants to do something, is passionate and committed, they make a change in their lifestyle and change of what they really want to focus on. And I think our ch- seniors did a really good job after that loss for Kings to refocus and get our team ready to roll. And I think the, their focus and their ability to make sure um, we were going to compete and play hard for 48 minutes got us a victory versus Wooden Woods to get us over the hump and uh, ready to make this run in November. I think it's all about staying healthy. Like, we had to change the way we practiced this year a little bit uh, so we can make a run at this thing uh, with one more playoff game added on. So you have to win six games. And yep. mm-hmm. and uh, that's, uh, that's the difference. Be the, if we stay healthy, our team is able to compete with everybody in Region 8. I've never seen anybody out of Region 8 go to the state Final Four and be out of sorts or – um, losing a Final Four very, very bad. So I think Southwest Ohio is really, really good at football, especially in a region. Great football. Yeah, and you mentioned that loss to Kings. Kings is obviously a team. They're 8-0, so they're having a great season. And Princeton's a Division One team who always is loaded with talent. So I don't look at those two losses too seriously. But let's talk about what you said about playoffs. And I mentioned playoffs too. Since you've been at Anderson, you've only missed the playoffs once. And I hate to bring it up because it was my senior year. It stings. It stings. <coughs> but... I think what a lot of people can look back on from that season was the difference was that R. Turpin game. And we're going to bring jo- – does the name Josh Bell ring a bell? I believe he's a really, really good tight end uh, receiver that made a couple plays that night be. Yeah, that hurts. That hurts. He's going to be on the show later. But um, obviously that one, how much does that, does that game ring a bell to you as like, man, that one hurts? Does that still sit inside of you a little bit? I think – B, it always rings a bell because I believe I go through it of how aggressive I was during that game. If you, like, it's the fourth and two call where we punted. and That was our best punt of the year, too. Coach Sainter believes, (laughs) hey, uh, I remember someone saying, hey, Evan, it's like a 99%, uh, you know, win rate that it would be on the bottom line of ESPN when you punted. I don't disagree. It still stings me to say, like, I had two plays thing and B of like what I was going to run in that situation uh, if we went for it. But to say that that stings, like there's top five losses B of the 6 nothing versus Harrison mm-hmm. and 29-28. Um, there's a 2017 loss uh, at Amelia my second or third year at Western Brown. I can't get over it because we're up 17 nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a loss um, – that at Hamilton that I can't get over that we didn't play very well be of like I think you just named I, I think you just named three games for my senior year. Sorry <laughs> sorry yeah. man. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's just uh one of those things though, but your senior year was really, really hard because there was a junior quarterback. You played all youth football all the way through with a good quarterback that went to Muller. Um and like we really thought that your class was gonna be able had all the pieces of the puzzle to it. And I think weeks nine and ten B, if we get in the playoffs that year, I truly think our defense was one of the best. Actually, one of two in Region Eight that year. They were balling. Their D line was really, really balling at the time. And I think I was going to be able to coach the game differently in playoffs. B, lean on um, you, Cooper, 
um, and a kind of run game and throw some play action and do some different things, some shifts and motions that kind of that wasn't my style, but I think mm-hmm. it's going to help us win uh, in the future. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It still stinks for me too, but let's move forward to this Friday's game. How do you stop a guy like Keenan Alcalde running all over the place? I, I think he's done a really good job of losing some weight, gaining some muscle, and his ability to break tackles. We were talking about today of how many yards he's gained after the first contact, and it's, a, it's really, really huge in the fact that this game is going to be made up of can we get him second long, or is he going to get to second and five, second and four if we miss a tackle? And we didn't tackle very well last week uh, versus Loveland. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I talked about that a little bit. I think that's the key as we go into this game. It's like, what defense is going to show up this week for Anderson High School? Is it going to be the one that competes, plays hard, fundamentally sound, and tackles? Or is it going to be the one that um, loses coverage, loses focus, misses tackles, and allows explosive plays? Well, I hope it's the better one, personally. <laughs> hey, Coach Dreyer, I know you've never met the guy before, but uh, I'm going to send you over to that, that state champion bowler you were talking about the other day. He's going to come at you with a little question. This is Wesley Minky coming over to you. Is this like hot seat? Wesley, or are you going to give me some really good, hard, hard questions? So, I got a pretty interesting question, actually. You might not be expecting this one, but um, Bennett likes to talk about how he was a pretty good receiver in high school, and I just want to know how many pity screens you have to let him have to uh, – really fulfill his high school dreams? Uh, Bennett was always in place because his football IQ, Wesley, was really, really high. So he knew exactly <laughs> where to be, where to line up. Great dodge there. And, and I bet you he remembers a screen that he dropped for his turpin, the doink. Oh, yeah, I doinked one. It was an easy walk-in touchdown. It doinked off my helmet. <laughs> he I was got, watching it the other day. I got ripped at halftime. Whew. Coach Stanyard, wow. love you. He lit me up. Lit me up. But, Wesley, I, I think his ability to know what was going on during the game really helped him kind of catapult from playing receiver to running back, back to receiver senior year. And for him to stay healthy at 150-some pounds and his bad diet was, was really, really good I was yoked. <laughs> so so I'm, hearing, I'm hearing he's just a pretty good player overall. Hey, thanks, man. That was really nice words yes. by Coach. Hey, Bob. he caught right. your diet. Back. I'm going to send you – <laughs> I would tell you, I think in intramurals, he would be able to run like some choice routes. Whoa, uh, he's playing quarterback. Kind of out out there, but his quarterback play probably started as a freshman, and uh, he was the backup quarterback for week 9 and 10 uh, his senior year. Sounds pretty good to me. I'm going to send you back to Bennett now. Hey, Dreyer, it's funny you said that. Um, I'm actually not going to be running any routes. This hamstring injury is still lingering. I'm going br- to revive my quarterback career with our intramural flag football team. I don't know if that's great. How's the how's your... <laughs> the arm? I've been doing arm workouts. Some have been comparing me to Tom play? Brady. What'd you say? Games you play in the, uh, flag football? I've got no idea. Season hasn't started yet. We are yet. not sure. We we're actually going to ask you to make a little playbook for us in a little bit. But regardless, it looks like my colleague Cameron Robertson as well has got a question for you. So I'm sending you over to him now. Hey, coach. How are we doing? Pretty good. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. I only got one question for you today, and it does not even have to deal with Anderson football. You know, Anderson football is 7-2, right? That's the record, Bennett? Yeah. I'm correct? All right. Ohio University is 1-5. Uh, Coach, when can we get you down here to uh, held up our football team? We need some help. Bobcats. I, I think you know, I want you to look at this. Look at the roster and see how many Cincinnati guys they have in the tri-state area. Go from Cincinnati down to Louisville to Indianapolis and see how many guys they have in that roster. 
We'll look. We'll have to take a guess. But we'll just think, coach yeah. comes, he could. James Cannon might transfer. Who knows? Ross Parrish might transfer. We might get all the boys transfer back portal. down here. Transfer portal will be huge. Brad Foley. Brad Foley. I, I think Athens has a great place in the MAC to almost explode if they want to. Want to because it's a great school. It's honestly one of those places easy to recruit to. It's a college town, and you can light it up. Like They're looking for an offense to take off and light up the scoreboard. And who wouldn't want to come to Athens for four years, light up the scoreboard, play in front of great fans, and play in front of Bennett Snyder? Hey, I sure want hey, to. I mean, I agree, Coach. We might as well clip that and put it in a uh, OU football recruiting app. <laughs> well, clearly, there's not too many people that want to light up the scoreboard here right now. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> hey, we did have that 99-yard touchdown, though. Armani Rogers, shout huge. out, NCAA yes. record. The record. Huge, huge for us. Hey, Coach, real quick, I just want to say we're rooting. Well, I'm rooting for you. Tim, over to my <laughs> left, probably not rooting for you. Turpin alum. Can't thank yeah. you enough for hopping on. We appreciate I it. I have a question for Tim. Oh, question oh, for Tim. I'd oh. love to hear a oh. question. Um, Tim, does Turpin versus Anderson, like, what does it mean to, like, a Turpin guy? Because, like, we did two, we did Turpin time. Like, anytime I can bring it up, I bring it up because I think this game, you can't hide from it. It's more meaningful than anything else. It's the best rivalry in sports. Um, how do you guys look at it? Uh, it is everything. You got – you circle that on your calendar. You know that it is time to play the Raptors. Now the Raptors. But, I mean, it is everything. The whole season, it all boils down to that. I love it's in Week 10 now. It gives it so much more anticipation. It is the game that you, senior night, you live your whole life for. And that's exactly what you want to do. I'm ready to run through Come a brick on. wall. Come on, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Tim, did you play for Coach McCall or uh, Coach I played for Coach McCullough, and I'm currently on the staff there at Turpin now. I gotcha. Yeah. Are you going to give a pep talk Friday night? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, got to save that one that I just gave right there because I think it's going to get the boys fired up. Are we making a hype video for this game? Hey, Dreyer, just full disclosure, Tim's actually getting dragged to Cleveland by his girlfriend (laughs) to go to the Browns game, so Tim's not even going to be there Friday. But he, hey, I know, I know. <laughs> he's, not, he's not even going to be coaching against me Saturday morning, so it's a heartbreaker. I know, it's going to be huge. <laughs> hey, Coach Dreyer, we can't thank you enough. Great interview, thank you a lot. Friend of the show, Thanks, Coach, coach. Dreyer. Thank you, Coach. Good luck Appreciate tomorrow. You. you have a great rest of your night. All right, go Raptors. Go Raptors. Wes, you want to say it? I mean, what a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Coach Dreyer throwing a question at Tim. Did not see that. I I was a heater. I I love say You got to return that exact same question back to Josh because that was a perfect question to ask him. We get the Anderson side, now we're going to get the Turpin side, Anderson side again, then Turpin side. Almost, we are great journalists. We We are are great journalists. You know, my favorite part of Coach there was he's saying it's the best rivalry in sports. Best rivalry in sports. I said it, it, and you said you guys weren't ready. I wasn't ready oh, for no. it. Oh, no. Well, you know, everyone thinks their rivalry is best rivalry right. sports. I would say Westville Central and Westville North, North is the best Come rivalry. On. But it's not a rivalry because North stinks. It can't be a rivalry if you win every time. You know hey, and listen. So I'm glad you guys have that You rivalry. just mentioned Josh Bell. Coach Dreyer mentioned he remembers Josh Bell. Oh, he does. I'm sure he does. Josh sure he nightmares It's hard to forget him, honestly. When you get scored on. So just Coach Dreyer talked Not surprising that Coach Dreyer forgot me, but. Not, hey. Not. Beautiful, beautiful game from Tim Conway. <laughs> hey, listen, Coach Starr mentioned a little bit. When we punted late in that game my senior year, 99% chance to win that game. For people FPI, who don't, 99%. For people who don't know what happened, listen, we punted the ball with 40 seconds left. 
inside the 10-yard line. I think it was on the 9 or something. 40 seconds left. Turpin has no timeouts. Pass to Josh Bell. Pass to Josh Bell. Pass to Josh Bell. Touchdown. Two-point conversion. We lose. It's almost like you guys should have guarded Josh Bell. So, you know what? <laughs> Middle I, of the field I, might have been wide open. Uh, it was all on the sideline. Was it like, like Dolphins? Like, like I said, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to be calling anyone out. not going to be calling anyone out. But, really, I but agree, here comes a call out. I agree we maybe should have guarded Josh Bell. That's weird. You guys should have taken a uh, book out of the Dolphins playbook. Protect the boundaries. We, he, did, oh. he did go down the boundaries twice. Yeah, down the boundary twice. I'm it's fired. Tough. I'm it's not gonna lie. I got some pit stains working right oh, now. Oh, Tim fired me up. Yeah, I'm. Oh. Tim had me ready to go out there and uh, catch six jailbreak screens in a row, a la Bennett Snyder 2019. <laughs> this is everything to me. So you know what we should just do right now? We should just call Josh Bell. Might as I mean, well. Might as well. We might as well just call Josh Bell. Might as well get the Coach hero Dreyer on called the phone. me. That was yeah, plot twist. Yeah, loved loved it. electric. I loved I thought it. Was, it. I thought it was all uh, meant to happen. You know? All right, Wes. It's time for us to shut up again. What's going on, Josh Bell? Great to have you, buddy. I just Great read a text. You're incredibly fired up. Is that right? Oh, insanely fired up. boy. Hey, listen, we just talked to Coach Dreyer a little bit. He remembers you, by the way. Oh, I'm glad. Pain. <laughs> I remember it, too. I think it's strict pain. Josh, we mentioned the hero of that game, man, and he mentioned it, too. We had like a 99% chance to win that game when we punted the football, but we gave the football back to Justin Silverstein, and we gave the football back to Josh Bell. Josh, walk me through the emotions after going just – Three straight catches down the field, game winner. Well, I guess technically the two-point conversion was the game winner, but two-point conversion never happens if you don't catch that touchdown. Can you safely say that was the greatest sports moment of your life? Yeah, easily number one. I got a close number two in basketball, but that is easily number one. Rivalry game, going down there, having about a 0.1% chance to win and making a couple plays to give my team the win. Just an insane feeling that I will certainly never forget. Full disclosure, Josh, you just put me straight in tears after that game. I was just, I was an emotional wreck. Full, I knew. Dis- full disclosure, Josh, you put me in pure tears. It's the only time I cried so much because I was happy. Well, let me tell you, mine were not tears of joy. I knew our season was, I knew we weren't going to make the playoffs after one. It was a heartbreaker, but obviously one of my best friends in the world. Happy for you that that happened, but I uh, wish it wasn't against me, completely honest. But regardless, regardless, we've moved on. I'm sure you've still got pictures framed in your room of that game. I've got pictures. Let's talk about the coin toss of that game. Chad Ochocinco, the coin yeah. toss of that game. What was it like having Ochocinco there for that one? It was pretty sweet. Not a Bengals fan, but I can safely say that Ocho's a cool guy. And just having him in the atmosphere, being there, was a pretty special moment. Yeah, so obviously that you just mentioned the atmosphere. Atmosphere is always crazy. And I think it starts a little bit on Twitter. Have you noticed any of the Twitter beef going on this week between student sections? I have seen a little bit of that. It is uh, it's quite humorous to take a look at. But God, do I love a good student things, section Twitter beef. A little bit here and there. Yeah, I didn't like you guys came after our kick. I know it wasn't you, but you came after our kicker, man. Leave Hayden, <laughs> leave Hayden Brook alone. Kicker is always the uh, most susceptible to a student section attack. Kid is automatic. Let's leave him alone. Leave him alone. He's automatic. Josh, hey, I'm going to send you over to West Minky because... Coach Dreyer actually just hit Tim with a great question. Coach Dreyer asked Tim a question. It came out of nowhere. Right? Out of nowhere. It fires up. Wes is going to ask you the same exact question. Give me one second. All right. So, Josh, we heard the uh, ter- well, we heard the Anderson side. My bad. Heard the Anderson side, what it means to Anderson and the Raptors for this game. So, I need to know from a Turpin guy, what does this game mean to you? What does Turpin Anderson mean to you? It's, it's pretty much everything. I mean, you play every game this season. You say they're all equal. But this one, certainly, circled on the calendar. It's the one you're looking for every year. When you win this game, it's something special. 
And if you lose it, it really sucks. We got destroyed my sophomore year, 58 to 16. I still remember that because it was written on a bunch of t-shirts for us over the offseason. Cool. But uh, it keeps you fired up. It's the game you look for every year. And playing in it is something super special. And I'm glad that I got to do it for a few years. Perfect. I'm going to send you back to Bennett here. Yeah, Josh, you just mentioned that game sophomore year. Uh, sophomore Bennett Snyder had a catch, and I think he was rocking 125 pounds soaking wet. So, I mean, you know, that was that was big step forward for me. I think it was only a four-yard pass. But, I mean, I think I really, when I heard the crowd cheer, I was like, you know what? Yeah, they were rooting for my four yards. I'm going to send you over to Tim, great friend, great friend of yours, Tim Conway, coming over to you right now. What up, Josh? How's it going? Living the dream. All right, so that last drive, you catch that ball down the sideline. You score the touchdown right after. When you see the two-point conversion, do you think it was coming to you or did you think it was going to go over to Gundy? I really did. We called the exact same play that we ran uh, to score the touchdown. Exact same play. And I lined up and I was yeah. exhausted. It hurts, Russ. 80-something yards. And I thought, if I don't catch this, all that was for nothing. But then I saw the ball up in the air, went over to Max Gundrum, and he secured it, and my job was over, and I was like, all right, this looks pretty good. Yeah, and uh, I think the play everyone forgets, Matthew Johnson with that game-sealing interception on the Absolutely. last drive for Anderson. Like, Anderson, as we said, Hayden Brook, heck of a kicker, could make that field goal. I mean, that people don't talk about that play enough. Yep, Matthew Johnson, game-sealing interception, and I believe he brought the ball back to our locker room. Oh, so, he, yes, he the did. ball from Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, we're, got, we're getting that football back. <laughs> We are getting that football back now that I know that. All right, thanks, Josh. I'm going to send you back over to Bennett. Josh, obviously now an Ohio State student, we don't want to keep you too long, but we have to get one of the heroes from the games on here. Josh, one last thing. Have you been keeping up with the Turban football team at all this year? Absolutely. Uh, it's a little hard being up here in Columbus, but every Friday night I'm checking out Twitter, seeing what's going on with my uh, school, and I'm always pulling for them. What a good alumni member. So, obviously, you've seen Keenan Alcalde having a historic season. I mentioned the same thing about Griffin Scaff. He's having a great year where I didn't really know if he had it in him, and he's surpassed all of my expectations. Is that kind of something you could say about Keenan Alcalde, too? Like, you didn't see this 1,400-yard season coming from him? No, I knew he had the potential to be a really good running back, but when I see his numbers every Friday night, I'm just like, wow, this is uh, something special that he's got going, and I hope he can keep it going and maybe go to college and play somewhere. I'd be happy for him. Honestly, you always root for a guy out of Cincinnati. Josh, since you're not the only person, or since you are the only person we're interviewing today who is either not a player or not on staff, you can give me a score prediction. Give me a score prediction for Friday's game. Mm, all right. Um, let's go. I got to take Turpin. I'm going to get him 35 to 31. Close game. Hey, that's a Hayden Brook field goal in there. Clap it up for Hayden game. Brook. Hayden Brook field goal sneaking in there. Hey, Josh, I'm going to be completely honest. If Turpin can hold Anderson to 31, they'll win the game. I'll agree with you on that. I'm just going to say, though, there's no way in heck. Family-friendly show we're doing today. Great job. Keeping the cussing out today. Great job. There is no way that Anderson only scores 31 points. But I guess that's why the game gets played. I'm excited for it. I think, hypothetically, Tim and I set the spread at 19.5, maybe. <laughs> hypothetically, of course, completely Jesus. illegal, too, obviously. Completely hypothetical. They're kids, man. I know. That's why I said completely hypothetical, of course. So, hypothetically... It doesn't mean anything. Hypothetically, Turpin's already up. 20. But you know what's not hypothetical? Our gratitude for Josh Bell. Let's clap it up for Josh Bell joining the show. We appreciate you, buddy. We hope you have a great rest of your day. All right. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Have a good one.
Josh Bell. You say it. You say it, Wes. What a guy. Hey, what a guy. I mean, I mean great geez, guy, great hero. Man. I did check the official statistics uh, at the end of that interview there. <laughs> Bennett Snyder, 2017 catch, went for three yards. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> one, one catch for three yards in the 58-16 to 16 win over the Spartans. Hey, how about, you yeah, read, uh, how about you read some other stats from that one, maybe from our more prominent players? Uh, like Joey Newton, six catches, 97 yards, two touchdowns. That's recent maybe, plays in college. Maybe, maybe bench press athlete too. Bench press athlete. Clap it up, Joey Newton. Huge, huge, well, huge game I, that. There's one downside to that game for Let's you. Let's hear it. The man we just interviewed, the hero of the 2019 game, Josh Bell, he outperformed you. One catch for eight yards. God, oh, that hurts. wow. He's always got to one up me, I guess. Now yeah, you know Ohio what I'm not. You know State. what I'm not seeing in this box score. What? What aren't you? You're not seeing Tim Conway. I'm not seeing Tim Conway's name <laughs> in this box I, score. The, yeah, t- Tim Conway is sitting pretty on the sidelines. <laughs> hey, so you know what we, sh- what we should do oh, right now? Oh boy. We should just walk through some of the most recent matchups, shall we, Tim? That was, uh, a little stroll. Well, I, I also checked 2018's statistics, official statistics. I don't see either of you uh, in the I, box score. So concussed. I know I was, you were concussed. Yeah, I still don't that see hurt. That hurt. Tim Conway, I'm not, I, my, I, my name appears in a lot of Westville Central basketball box scores, but not a lot next to it. So we're in this boat together. Yeah. Uh, Tim Conway, as a, to give you guys some insight, was a great bench player. <laughs> one of the who, best. One of the, one of the best, they'd He's, say. Uh, he was a bench press athlete before there were even yeah, more Yeah, that's why I'm on athletes. the bench. And... Obviously, in my playing days, uh, there wasn't much playing. So great blocker. <laughs> yeah, well, gr- yeah. Now yeah. that I'm looking at the actually uh... fun fact, the game that I played in the most <coughs> was actually against Anderson, where we'd run a lot of two tight end sets and stuff. That's yeah, where that, that was the game I played the most in. At, uh, Let's clap up for Tim Conway. Tim yeah. Conway, great athlete. Yeah, I think I finished with two catches in my career. I want to say. Oh, how about yeah. it? Some would say that's a beauty. One, um, one for negative five. I'd say uh, Joey Folkner so, beat that maybe. So move- I guess. Now I have the 2019 stats open. Bennett Snyder had 11 catches in that game. Yeah, Does know, anyone have a guess as to what his average yards per catch oh, was? Oh, it was probably around five. I'm no, no, guess, no. I think I had 70 yards. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess eight. I think eight yards per. Tim, I have it up seven. right now. So damn it, 6.8. 11 catches for seven. Family friendly show. My Rob. bad. Push-ups right now. Yeah. All right. Push-ups. Well, something even worse for the Anderson Raptors. Josh Bell had four catches in that game. Yeah, and three, three of them were on last drive, and his first catch was the first touchdown of the game. Yeah, he's he pretty off. efficient. He went off. He wow. went. Uh, Logan Hurley, I don't know who you are. <laughs> he went nuts. But wow, he went 18 nuts. catches for 171 yards and two touchdowns. And it's just crazy to think about. That's literally the last time Anderson and Turpin have played each other. I feel so bad for the seniors last year, and it wasn't even because of COVID. The way the ECC is set up now. You don't play someone in conference every single year, and it just so Stupid. happened that Anderson and Turpin did not play last year, and I feel terrible for It was unfortunate. Kids. The season got shortened, and just the way it worked out, we had uh, each had bye weeks before the uh, playoffs started, and we just couldn't figure anything out with just previous uh, schedule conflicts. So just this year is going to be really special, I think, especially oh, yeah. it's, it's the first senior night, <coughs> I believe, in a very long time for these uh for this game, which hey. mean, makes it mean so much more. It could be, it's your last time playing on that home field sometimes. And senior, it, senior night's important. And it's the first time Anderson faces off against the Spartans as the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, senior wow. night is certainly Senior important. night is a big deal. I remember, we, I remember mine. Shall we get a current Raptor on the phone right now? I think that Should would be we? absolutely I think fantastic. I think it's a good move. Let's call him. 
Evan Upchurch joining the show. I've got a sneaky feeling he's not going to answer. No offense to the kid. I just sneaky feeling. Working on homework. Can't blame him. Oh, huge student. Huge student. As he should be. You know, funny stat. Him and Joey Faulkner actually averaged the same amount per reception 14. this year. 14.3. 14.3. Fun stat, How about that? Even in a game I have no priority in. I still know my stats. You have no priority a, in every NFL game other than the Dolphins. <laughs> I actually have a lot of priority in most games. All right, Evan um, Upchurch, you just made my hate list. Not really, but <laughs> but hopefully he calls us back. So that'd be two for two he's on just Anderson calling us that. You're right. You're right. He is, he's, so, yeah, he's watching film. I mentioned it before I even tried to call Evan there. Let's stroll down memory lane. Let's start Anderson versus Turpin since Coach Dreyer's gotten there. That's fair. Yeah. 2016 was Dreyer's first year against Turpin. That Turpin team was special. Yeah, one of the best Turpin teams of all time. Maybe the best. Lang Evans, Luke Bohannock. Man, there's no stopping them, really. <coughs> Luke Bohannock, 24 carries for 137 yards. And Will Hosfeld, too. Will Hosfeld is someone who doesn't maybe get talked about as much within that Turpin program. Five catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Went off. Went off. First team All-State as a corner led the league with eight really? interceptions. Yeah. It was first team All-State. Uh, first team All-State Division Two, I think, as a corner. Maybe first or second team. Definitely was All-State. Eight interceptions as a corner. Went both ways. Great play. Elite, some would say. Yeah, Trayvon maybe. Diggs numbers. Maybe Trayvon Diggs <laughs> comparison there. Hey, it got a little better for the whole, I don't want to say. For Anderson. For Anderson. Good job. That was a good save right there. Gotcha. Good save right there. Anderson ends up picking up the win in 2017. We've already talked about it a little bit. Anderson's team that year was really special. Didn't go as far in the playoffs as they really, really wanted to. But whenever you can beat Turpin that badly, 58-16 to 16 in a year, I mean, you're going to be happy about it for sure. Anderson's defense pitches a shutout in the second half. And, I mean, it was 14-10 to 10 after the first quarter. So it wasn't like Turpin wasn't in the game. I just look at a guy like Jay Volpenheim, Joey Newton, Austin Watt, Kyle Blaha. That team was special, and they took over. Absolutely. They're a great team and a great – and it was first year under Turpin head coach Kent McCullough. So definitely, it was a, definitely a great game for the, Rap, or for the Raptors, who were then – Now known Raptors. Now yes. known Raptors, Anderson High School. So we moved on. It definitely fired up. Turpin for sure you lose that badly in a rivalry game you got to come back with something more hey, and listen we talked about Will Hosfeld the year before had another great game in this one and he was actually the reason Turpin was in it early Will Hosfeld ripped off a 75 yard touchdown on I believe Turpin's first drive of the game he finishes with 15 carries 127 yards and a touchdown and right as I'm finishing up Evan has redeemed himself he's off my off my hate <laughs> list he's calling me right now Driving, my bad. Mm, yeah, for hey, sure. Safety. Yeah, safety. Good call. Good we call. Love we love we love Raptors being safe out there. Yep. <laughs> Evan, we've talked a little bit to Coach Dreyer already, and we got right. Coach Dreyer actually asked a question to uh, one of our guys here, who was a Turpin alumni. So I'm going to ask you the same exact question: What does the Anderson Turpin game mean for someone who is an Anderson football player? It means like the most. Like you just want to go out and perform. And like show out for like your school. Like I don't know, you just wanna like play well. I feel that man, I feel that. Hey, and obviously we focused a little bit on Evan or not on Evan, Joey Fulkner's here who how could we not, right? He's your teammate. He's having an insane year statistically. And I credit you because you're a guy who's kinda 
I don't want to say take a backseat, but you've played a different role than you have in the past. You were a quarterback at the start of your career, moved to wide receiver, and now you're playing a little bit of running back. Do you think that just speaks magnitude to your knowledge of this offense? Um, I think it does. Upchurch, I cannot hear a word you're saying. For real? Not a word. You're, I think you got me muted here. Can't hear you, buddy. <laughs> Not at all. Some technical difficulties. You're on speaker, too. Speak up. What? Okay, there oh, we go. We got better. it now. We, we go. got it now. Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. Yeah, so talk to me a little bit about playing running back now and that the, the knowledge of the offense that Evan Dreyer runs. All right, so playing running back, I think it's helped us because I can play, like, every position we have skill-wise. And because of that, it opens up everyone else because they can focus on one position and learn everything there and then move forward from there. So yeah. I think it helps the younger guys out mostly. Yeah, I kind of look at – you kind of had a similar career to me as just flip-flop. I played running back my junior year, switched to receiver back senior year. But like I said, you started as a receiver, went back to running back. So let's talk about your current quarterback right now. Griff's a guy – who, God, I, I don't want to keep mentioning it, but I really just didn't see Griff having this type of season. I honestly didn't, and he has blown all of my expectations away. Leads the conference in passing by around 800 yards. He, he can run the football, too. We talked about it with Dreyer. When Griff gets loose, he's a little dangerous. Oh, fuck yeah, Mike Dick. <laughs> Evan, we're trying to keep this one family-friendly, man. It's fine. Crab already slipped up, too. Man, we do not care. <laughs> I love this kid. I love this kid. Evan up church, baby. Hey, yeah, so Griff Scaff, talk a little bit about him. Oh, the Griff. The Griff. The Griff's the goat, man. He's money. He's money. Hey, and he's a junior, he's a junior too, so he's got, he's, doing well. he's got a whole season ahead of him, too. Um, I think what's helped him is he was able to grow under Jackson a lot and learn the offense better. And then we brought in uh, Coach Cook, who's really helped Griff. Coach Cook, great guy. Great guy. Hey, Coach Cook and I actually hit the golf course a little bit. Pretty good golfer, too. Some some don't know that about him. Great golfer. Great golfer. Dude. Hey, Upchurch. <laughs> Upchurch, I'm not going to make you say too many nice things about Turpin because I know you don't want to. But obviously, you're a guy who looks at stats. Keenan Alcalde, right over 1,400 rushing yards. How confident are you in our defense to slow him down on Friday? Uh, I'm pretty confident because I feel like we played really well against Wynn Woods. We stuffed the run against them, and I feel like our defense is ready to do the same thing against Turpin. But Keenan's a really nice running back. He runs the ball really well. He's a really good power back. But I think if we contain him between the tackles and keep him to – for three to four yard gains every time and just keep hitting him and hitting him, I think he'll just give up and stop running the ball as much. I hope our defense can do it because Dreyer kind of highlighted that too as that kind of needs to be the key for our game. The defense has got to show up. Evan, I think back to when we were in the playoffs my junior year. So that would have been your freshman year. You were still around the varsity team. Nick Turgiano, you remember that name? Yeah, Turgiano. I went up to visit him at uh, Siena Heights the other weekend. There you go. So Turch. He gets asked by the media, how confident are you in getting a win at Kings as the 8 CS one seed? Do you remember what he said? Oh, he said, I believe we're going to win 100%. He said 100% confident. Hey, yeah. how confident are you that the Raptors are going to get a win Friday night? 100% confident, dude. That's my man. Let's I'll go. take us in any game. That's our Since man. against Princeton this year, and I think we showed everyone that we can ball. Yeah, you got. Even though we lost, we still put up 48 points on one of the best teams in Ohio. 
That's Let's true. Go, dude. The Raptors are hot. The Raptors are hot. Evan, thanks for finally joining us. I'm not going to hold it against you that you declined my first call. We'll, <laughs> we'll move past it. Hey, I'll be there Friday night. I'm excited to watch it. Guys, let's clap it up. Evan Upchurch, current Anderson Raptor. Electric. Dude, I'm not doing the stats. It's at Turpin. The, the home team does stats. No, get your ass there and do stats. <laughs> do the stats, Bennett. Everyone else sucks at it. Hey. Get them wrong. I don't want to juice them, dude. I'm an ethical stat keeper. Yeah, and that's you lovely. Are. I really take as you should be. <laughs> Evan, I gotta let you go, He's buddy. He's really thrown the family friendly He's show out the window. <laughs> you thought I did? Oh yeah. boy. Evan, you have a great job. Good luck Friday, or great rest of your day. Good luck Friday. Once again, let's clap it up one more time. Evan Upchurch, <laughs> have a good one, buddy. Electric kid. <laughs> I'm not even going to let Wes say what a guy. I'm Electric say dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that kid. Hey, uh, to all the Raptor fan and Spartan fans out there, young ones, fam family members, I will have to be putting the explicit tag on this episode. I humbly apologize. <laughs> Just title this episode, We're Sorry, featuring Blame Evan Upchurch. That's a little rude. That That's is a little rude. direct. That is direct. And all, but and I love Evan that. I personally yeah, had no hey, problem with Evan it. Evan Upchurch needs to go to church, featuring Turpin. <laughs> I personally preview. had no problem with that. <laughs> Listen, hey. I'm not gonna. This is not me hating on Upchurch, <laughs> but if there was ever one guy to come on and ruin our family-friendly show, it was probably him. So hey, I mean, probably should have known that. Crowd did first, so we can't. That's true. So That's true. you Krob. know what? I was gonna have to put the explicit tag on this no matter what. So what a, I can't don't even remember what I said. Can't I can't, can't rep repeat it, but... Hey, real quick, before we get Pemby onto the show, let's kind of keep going through that recap of Anderson Turpin. So we got to the 2017 game. We finished off by talking about Will Hosfeld housing a long touchdown early, but then Anders Anderson's defense and offense really just taking over in that one. A really interesting game in Coach Evan Dreyer's coaching career is the 2018 matchup. The 2018 matchup was honestly one of the craziest games i've ever been able to watch because i wasn't able to play in that one i was hurt i had a concussion we mentioned it Krob was clowning me for blanking on the on the score sheet there but it really was a game was played in I was the kind of both of you but it was a little personal to me i knew you had an injury that's the only reason i brought it up it's fine tim i don't know why what week did that what week did that happen and why am i not eight eight it was, it was until, week eight un, every un, year until yeah. this year until this year it was week eight which is we only played seven games last year which is why we couldn't get Anderson on the schedule. It was, oh, here it is. Here yeah, it is. Really interesting game because... Holy Tur David Thompson. <laughs> because Turpin came out with a strong first half, and then in the second half, Anderson completely switched up and did something that they really had never done, which was pound the rock. Run the football. And you know who they were running behind? Weston Crabb. You guys, Zeke Carell. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame offensive Big lineman boy. Zeke Carell, and really... What a guy. It was not just him. That was maybe the greatest offensive line the conference has ever seen. Four of those guys go on to play college football. And honestly, like I've mentioned before, I played running back junior year. I was 140 pounds soaking wet. There's no way I could play running back behind any <coughs> other offensive line. So obviously I don't play in this one. Owen Kelly had himself a game. 34 carries, 215 yards, and a touchdown in that one. I'm and sorry. David Thompson with four touchdowns. Come on. You want me to be completely honest? I think three of those were maybe QB sneaks. Yeah, you three, know of what, them, three of them from over <laughs> on the one-yard line. Four of them are in the stat sheet. Evan so. Dreyer loves him. Death taxes and Evan Dreyer trying to do a QB <laughs> sneak on the one-yard line. I mean, that is all that happens. And it works out most of the time, I'd say. Yeah, hey, uh, unless you're Josh Allen. 
Unless you're Josh Allen. Right. Yeah, you're that right. was a shot. Come you're right. On. That was a shot. If Josh Allen hears one. this, then I think that we've done something right. All right, so it's fair. But yeah, honestly, this was a game. The defense steps up a little bit. Good friend of the show, Justin Silverstein, throws three picks in this one. Wasn't expecting it, but I'm gonna blame that one more on the weather. Have we talked? Did you mention it was raining? Yeah, it was, it was pouring rain. Pouring down rain. I think that's really part of the reason why we just decided, you know what, F it, we're gonna run the football the whole time, and it worked out for us. Yeah, it was it was one of the coldest rains I've ever sat through. It was just miserable out there. The field. To conditions it felt like every play it was just there's water everywhere it was an ugly game in terms of just watching football it was because that first half yeah turpin played well but still wasn't a great half by either mm-hmm. turnovers all over the place yeah it was an ugly football game for sure even though the score there's still a lot of points scored but was not exactly the most clean football game you'll see out Bennett there. snyder was a monster in 2018 running the ball <coughs> oh no he wasn't hey. <laughs> yes he was hey let's let's go as far as saying I'm 100% confident that 63 rushing attempts is a record for Evan Dreyer as a coach. 341 rushing yards is a record for Evan Dreyer as a coach. And six rushing touchdowns is a record for Evan Dreyer as a coach. Man likes to toss the ball. Man only throws the football. Yeah, Air raid. Love it. Air raid spread offense. So this is, I mean, props to him. Props to him for changing this up. I'm sure he had all of his assistants around him. Shout out, coach. Coach, maybe weekly interview now. I don't know. I don't know. I'm good. I mean, Sounds good to he's me. got volleyball games to go to. Dude. You're right. You're right. We got it. He's family man. Family, family man, man over there. Family show. You know who's not a family man? Coach O. Sorry. Coach. Coach O. Oh, right, dude. <laughs> not a family. Actually, man, you Coach could o. argue that he is a family man because you the, could the very kids much were getting, argue. The kids yeah. were getting involved. You're right. You're not right. his family, but he's you're big right. about other families. You're right. Facts. So the final game we're going to recap. We've already touched on a little bit. Before we get Pemby on, we got to talk about this 2019 matchup. Oh a little more. yeah. Gotta talk about this 2019 matchup. Like we've said, Josh Bell, the hero of this game. No stopping it. He scores that late touchdown. Honestly, though, Tim, you're going to love that I say this. The reason Turpin really won was their defensive line. Yeah, Turpin, defensive line that year, and honestly, offensive line. Both lines were incredible. Uh, Keegan Slaney led the league in sacks that year. Will Myers was ridiculous. One of the best, just pure athletes I've seen. Uh, Ethan Armbruster take, takes up space. Big dude, Ben Cushman, still there uh, playing this year. He's playing as a sophomore in one of the biggest games of his life. was a monster in the middle. I mean, that Turpin defense did something that really no one has done, and that's limit the Anderson offense. Because if Anderson's scoring 28, you did something right. 100%. And honestly, Justin Silverstein, game of his life. Yeah. 30 of 44, 329 yards, four touchdowns. They deserved it. Honestly, it hurts for me to say because obviously I was playing in this game, but I mean, you look at the stat sheet, you watch the film. Honestly, Turpin completely dominated us in the first half. We dominated the third quarter. We win the third quarter 21 to 7. Then honestly, we were playing not we were playing not to lose. We weren't playing to win, and that's what ended up costing us. Yeah, it was a, definitely a game that you'll both of us will remember for the rest of our lives. It was a game that it like came out of a straight out of a movie, basically, because it preserved Turpin. We went ten and zero that year, preserved the perfect season, and a walk off two point conversion and then a walk off interception is basically as good as it gets. Makes me want to cry. Let's get Pemby on the line. Let's get Pemby on the and line. And this is going to be producer Tim ticket. Producer Tim stepping hey, into the world of an interview here. I'm yeah. fired up. I'm excited right. for him. Let's give him a call. I mean, not to mention Ben Slater had a pretty good game that game. Eleven receptions, seventy five yards on television. Got his. Man, Booty I really rip. hope he, he got lit up. What up, Pemby? One ring. Yo. 
How's it going, man? All right, so obviously, huge matchup coming this Friday, Turpin Anderson. I'm going to come out with a heater of a question first, all right? You've done it. You've done it as a player. You're doing it as a coach. You've done it as a coach. What's the difference for you as player versus coach, like just preparation? Uh, I'd say the biggest thing is, like, as a as a coach, it's completely out of your control. So there's a lot more like, worry going into it because you, you worry about the, the kids not being able to understand what you're thinking about. Um, and since you're not in control of it, you know, you got to put in extra work to really hammer it into them um, so they're able to do what you want them to do going into the game. Yeah, I mean, completely understand that, obviously. Uh, now I got a question. Joey Faulkner been an absolute beast this year what do you do to try and limit a guy like that from just having another one of those games that he's had all year uh, I, the biggest thing you know obviously you got to put your best corner on them um and no matter what you're doing whether you're playing zone or you're playing man you got to put your best guy on their best guy um and i hope you can slow them down and there, there's certain things you can do based off their scheme um, to try to limit what they want to do to get him the ball but really about with a player that good, it's just really just uh, trying to contain him because you know you're not going to go to stop him. Um, so you do your best to, to scheme it up, to, to limit some of the things they want to do, um, and put your best guy out there to do their best. Yeah, obviously linebackers, coach. Uh, what do you think? This Anderson run game, you think how, you thinking a lot of run attempts this game, thinking that Trey Carpenter is going to have a big game in the middle of the field? definitely see them trying to run the ball uh, it, it gets really difficult with with them because they, they spread you all out there and especially with their big o-line splits going basically from hash to hash they open up these huge running lanes and it gets difficult because you get one small mistake and from anybody really in the box and they're busting it for 10 yards which is way more you than you want to let up in the run game uh, we're, we're counting on trade to have a big game we need him to, to be strong in the middle and help stop their run game so that way we can focus more on their passing game because that's definitely their their bigger threat but their, their running game is definitely uh definitely difficult to stop as well all right i'm gonna end this interview with a question we've asked everyone who actually coach evan dreyer asked me to start off with what does this game mean to you as a coach as a player turpin versus anderson i mean it's it's obviously by far the biggest game of the season i mean I, I didn't grow up in this area. I moved here right before my freshman year. But as soon as you as soon as you move here, you know you hear about how much it means to everybody. You know because you grow up with these people. Um, you go to school with them in junior high at Nagel. They're the same people you see when you go to Target on the week and the weekends or whatever. You uh, go to parties with all these kids. You know everybody, so it creates an even more competitive deal. Uh, it becomes like a, a a family affair really because you got people in this, your same family on both sides of the school uh, it just becomes this thing where the person uh, the how it's so personal makes it just such a huge game uh, and unlike anything else really that we, we face in the season uh, and then like people have said before like like in the Ohio State Michigan rivalry like you can lose every other game but if you beat that team across Beachmont you know it's a successful season for you so that's what it really comes down to like gotta beat this team hey that was a beautiful answer all right hey i love you buddy good luck on uh friday 
Let's go Spartans. Yeah, all right. Let's go Spartans. Thanks, buddy. See ya. See ya. Those are some great answers. But one thing I want to point on, uh, he said you go to parties with people. Um, you want to elaborate on that there, Tim? What's going on in Turpin, eh? <laughs> hey, man. I, the only thing I know is that he was saying, talking about how you just see all Anderson players out and about. I know that I saw some guys <laughs> at some just basketball games, everything. You, mm. it, that rivalry uh, is good everything. Co- good cover-up, Tim. Hey, we're not looking to get anyone in trouble. Don't worry. <laughs> no. Don't worry. Not looking to get anyone in trouble. Oh, brother. That, four interviews. We, we, we kind of pulled oh, it that off. That was a lot. Yo, we that pulled it lot, off. Man. I mean, I don't want to say that I wasn't stressed. I was stressed. I didn't think You every, were sweating. Uh, I, my oh. pits are... Oh, it's both the boys here. Both yeah. the Turpin Anderson boys were ba- going crazy. Bad day to be a light-colored shirt for me because, <laughs> I mean, whew. Hey. Yeah, I don't feel but we pulled stress. it off. We pulled it off. We've asked Josh Bell for a score prediction. I think it's only right if we get score predictions to finish this out. Shall we? Have to. And Have I want to start with Wes and Crobb, who have absolutely no idea <laughs> anything about these teams, more than just looking at the ECC website on stats. I'm going to bring it over to Wes, our stat man. Hey, man, I'm excited for this one, okay? Keenan Alcalde, he's going to have a huge game. I know that. I'm ready for that. Okay? <laughs> but, man, oh, man, is Anderson going to throw the ball. Okay? Man, Griff, oh, man. Griffin Scalf is going to have. Scaff. Scaff. Sorry, my the bad. The L is silent. Scaff. Sorry, Scaff. Griffin Scaff is going to have an unbelievable game. Okay? And I'm not sure if anyone on this Turpin defense can stop him. So, I'm taking my Raptors. Okay? Oh, yeah. Clear. Big time. Give me a score. Yeah. Give me a score. Okay, I'm going to go Raptors 41 that would mean a Hayden hey. Brook missed PAT. That's not going to happen. No, no, maybe go for two. <laughs> or maybe we kick two field goals, 35 yeah. plus six. That's How about good that call. one. Good call. Even good better. Call. Uh, I'm going to go Raptors 41 and Spartans 30. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Crop, let's go over to you. Man, do I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick two numbers. I'm going <laughs> to shuffle my head on which team gets what number. And I'm going to come down with Anderson 56, Turpin 38. Wow. We have no idea. I don't know why that's going to be the score. Those are the numbers I picked. 56, 38. I can confidently tell you, Krop and I have zero idea what this game means to anybody. And I could not care less what happens in this game. But these other two men that are about to give scores give a lot of care. Tim, I'm going to let you go first because I'm a kind man. Oh, I was going to let you go first be a kind man. I already said it, so you're going first. Okay, that's fair. All right. I'm going to say Spartans, 38. Wow. And the boys over on Beachmont, 35. Wow. 38, 35. So a game-winning field goal is going to be hit. It is. Interesting. Wow. I'm going to completely disagree. That's (laughs) As is your right. It's going to be a bad night for the boys at Bartels Road. Bad (laughs) night for the boys on Bartels Road. Bartels. Bartels. We don't like to say it right. Don't worry. Let me tell you, Anderson's going to win this one. It's not going to be close. It's really not. Uh-oh. It's really not going to be close. If Anderson comes out and does what they're supposed to do, it's not going to be a close game How at all. How about them Raptors? Anderson, 63. Turpin, I'll give him 27. 63-27. Wow. 63-27. That is a blowout. Wow. Huge. I'm Anderson High School Touchdown Club is going to love that I'm answer telling from you. Bennett Snyder. It's not going to be close. It's really wow. not. And that's... I don't. It's biased. I'm gonna say it's biased. It's very biased. It is. But as is Tim. Score. As is Tim's score. Because if we really want to get down in the nitty gritty, Anderson's hot right now, and I feel bad for Turpin. Honestly, their schedule. 
I would hate. I would have hated to have that schedule at Turpin Head. Their th- their final three games were the three hardest teams in conference. Safely, yeah. safely can say what, that. One of the best, probably the best team in the. Well, the, yes, the best team in the entire region. Kings are. Eh, yeah. Kings. They're not better than LaSalle. No, Record but, wise, they're yes. better. One but. of the best teams in the entire region. Mm-hmm. Wenton Woods, who's been a wagon every year, and Turpin Anderson, which is just one of the games that you circle on your calendar every year. They're just. It means that much. And let's just be real. This is really big for Turpin as far as seeding because they want to avoid Kings as much as possible. Absolutely. They want to move up the rankings to make sure that they get a fine draw. Yeah. So that wraps up Anderson Turpin. So what I'm hearing to recap is that Anderson's hot and Turpin's not. I, that's fair to say. Is that fair to say, Tim? Yeah. Come, Tur- Anderson is on fire. So up. the boys are going to be feisty in this one. It's yeah. It's going to get chippy. This game, oh, it's yeah, always, this chippy. Game always gets on. chippy. The refs got the refs know what they're getting themselves into mm-hmm. for sure because there's always a couple plays, late hits, shoved out of bounds. Oh yeah. Words That's my said. kind of football, baby. And, be, yeah. You and got, Anderson, there, there's only bleachers on one side of the field, and oh. Anderson is right in front of them. Oh, that is painful. It's going to get chippy. Come I'm on. excited. I'm so excited to be there. <laughs> so let's clap it up. That wraps up Anderson Turpin. But don't you worry, listeners. We aren't done yet. Oh, we we would not. not leave without sneaking out some score, some picks for the NFL and college need football. To. Do, it, do we even need to do college football? Hey, Crop, we're I back, hate. buddy. Yeah, wow. welcome back, welcome back, Prob and West to this. Good to be back. Listen, no analysis here. I don't even, like. I don't even want to say anything. We're just gonna zoom through these. Do you There's guys... not a single college football game that's worthy of being talked about. Okay, so let's not do it. Let's just do NFL. Everyone good with that? Uh, I would love that. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, yeah, no, I'd there's say not so. a single game. Okay, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, just because of Oklahoma State. Okay, State. roll pokes. Let's do that real quick. Let's do that one real quick. Underdog. Pokes 48-31. Uh, I'm gonna go pokes 41. Iowa State, 30. Pokes, 35-24. Pokes, 41-13. Beautiful. Wow. Blowout from Tim. Wow. Okay, so that wraps up college football. Great segment there, guys. Really happy for us. Let's get to the NFL. First game we're going to talk about. Dolphins at home against the Falcons. There's some controversy with Tua. Doesn't matter. Dolphins are going to win this one. I've got Dolphins, 27. Falcons, 21. Wes? Dolphins need to have a huge bounce back game. They're due for one. Dolphins, 31. Falcons, 14. Krav. Falcons 31, Dolphins 21. Tim. Falcons 28, Dolphins 27. 2-2 split. Let's keep rolling. Giants at home against the Panthers. I already know none of you are going to agree with me, but the Giants are winning this football game. Giants are winning this football game, and it's going to be very low scoring. I'm going to take Giants 20-16. Wes. Panthers cannot lose four straight. Panthers 27, Giants 17. Panthers 21, Giants 13. Panthers 31, Giants 10. Next game, Bengals on the road in Baltimore for first place in the AFC. Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the NFL against man coverage. Ravens love to run man coverage. That's why the Bengals are going to win. Bengals, 24, Ravens, 23. Lamar Jackson, 5-0 all-time against Cincinnati. That continues. Ravens, 31, Bengals, 24. Bengals, 38, Ravens, 35. Woo! Ravens, 31, Bengals, 24. Next game, Chiefs on the road in Nashville. We just watched the Titans dismantle the Bills. Not really dismantle, but they they were able to outplay the Bills, win on Monday Night Football. Sadly, I think the Chiefs get a get-right game here against the team that's ahead of them. I like the Chiefs, 38, Titans, 30. Derrick Henry has 783 rushing yards this year. That's more than 26 NFL teams. Um, Derrick Henry's going to continue to run, but the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this game. 
Chiefs 38, Titans 31. Titans 42, Chiefs 38. Titans 35, Chiefs 21. Crab, I love how quick you've been. It's beautiful, by the way. I'm really proud of you. Thanks, man. <laughs> Jets on the road in New England. What are you laughing at? Because I'm picking the, the Jets. Dan- I'm picking the Jets here. Jets are going to win <laughs> 20 to 17. New England's won 11 straight versus the Jets, make it 12. New England, 24. Jets, 14. New England, 24. Jets, 17. New England, 28. Jets, 13. Packers at home against the Washington football team. Packers wearing some dope 1950s unis. Yeah, they are. They're not losing this game. No Packers, chance. 31. Football team, 20. Packers, 35. Football team, 31. Packers, 34. Football team, 20. Packers, 35. Football team, 28. Beautiful. Oh, holy blowout here. Four o'clock. Rams at home. <laughs> yeah. Rams at home against the Lions. I don't even oh, know what to God. say here. Maybe Rams. 30- revenge game. Goff Stafford revenge game. Oh, yeah. Stafford's going to go crazy here. Yeah, he is. Let's go Rams 37, Lions 11. Rams 41, Lions 17. Rams 49, Lions 14. Rams 35, Lions 3. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Wow. Disrespectful. (laughs) God, holy game. You're going to make MCDC cry. The poor poor Lions. God, holy game I don't care about. Raiders at home against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts is fraud. Raiders 24, Eagles 20. Wes? Raiders 27, Eagles 14. Krob? Raiders 31, Eagles 28. Uh, Raiders 27, Eagles 21. Wait, did we just go four for four? No. We did. Fuck. That's like Congrats the fourth straight oh, game we've gone four I guess four family friendly is out of the question now, so I can't yeah. get mad at you, Krob. Bucks at home against the Bears. Oh, I mean, here comes another four for four. <laughs> Give me yep. Bucks. Uh, the Bears beat the Bucks last year, my friend. Give Bears, me, Bucks, give me Bucks. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Sorry, it's too easy. Bucks that was bad. Bucks twenty-seven, <laughs> Bears thirteen. Uh, I'm gonna go Bucks thirty-one, Bears fourteen. Bucks twenty-seven, Bears ten. Bucks twenty-eight, Bears thirteen. Gosh, and holy lopsided one. Another here revenge game here. DeAndre Hopkins revenge game against the Texans. This one's in Arizona too. Cardinals 38, Texans 10. Cardinals 41, Texans 21. Cardinals 38 to 0. Wow. <laughs> uh, Cardinals 49, Texans 20. It's not just a Hopkins revenge game. It's a J.J. Watt revenge game, and oh, he might have 15 tackles for s- and 17 sacks. I completely forgot about Watt. Sunday Night Football, Colts on the road in San Francisco against the 49ers. I like the Colts in this one. Low scoring game. I'm gonna take the Colts 17 to 14. 49ers need to get back. I'm gonna go 49ers 24. Colts 20. Colts 31. Niners 28. The Forrest Buckner revenge game. Colts 28. Niners 13. Monday Night Football. Saints on the road in Seattle against the Seahawks. I'm taking Jimmy Winston and the boys. Huge game from Alvin Kamara. I like the Saints 27. Seahawks 14. Seattle's 11-2 and two on Monday Night Football under Pete Carroll. That's the best win percentage in the NFL since 2010. I think they're going to drop this one, though. I like Jimmy Winston. I'm going to go Saints 27, Seahawks 24. Jimbo and the boys 27, Seahawks 17. Michael Thomas? Not playing. Ah, Not playing. Ah, ah. Sucks for Jimmy Winston. Still got the Saints. <laughs> I'm saying Kamar with a big game. I'm going to go Saints 31, Seahawks 
13, I mean, Gino, it's Gino Smith. Holy high-paced episodes. We did it. We pulled it off. Let's clap it up for us. We said we were going to bring out our best effort. As Come always, on. I got to say I appreciate Wes and Crawford for letting Tim and I get this one out. It was a special episode for us. We hope the listeners hey, are Hey, I'm happy for it. you guys, man. Hey, Thanks, man. man. You just wait for Westville Central basketball season. Oh, oh I'm excited. I'm excited for that. You just wait for Westville Central bowling, man. I will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Wes to get on the line with Coach Evan Dreyer to get that playbook going. Oh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm fired up. I am fired up. Guys, that was episode 13, Anderson vs. Turpin special. We can't thank you enough for listening. Leave that five-star review. Tim, anything else? Love you guys. Peace out, boys.